Hi, y'all. Welcome to Converge to Emerge podcast. My name is Sharon. I'm a kingdom entrepreneur and creator of Be Authentically You and Recalibrate. My passion is to expound God's word. I also find joy in helping people recalibrate their lives to walk in their divine destinies. I invite you to join me over the next 50 days during the Counting the Omer or Feast of Weeks as found in Leviticus 23. In this podcast, we will set our face to encounter the living God and become host of His presence. In each episode, we will dive into a passage of God's Word and take time to wait in His presence. Do you want to experience God? Encounter Him in your day-to-day life? I'm sure you do. But did you know you can become a host of God's presence? God's manifest presence changes everything. So, let's become carriers of His presence. Let's release it wherever we go and see our world transformed. I invite you to join me for our new series, Hosting God's Presence. out of the way. Let's get into the heart of Elohim for this podcast. Let's take a moment, get ourselves positioned in the spirit. Oh, you might be driving home. You might have some chaos going on in your world today. Let's settle ourselves and ask Elohim, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit to come. We welcome you, Lord. We welcome you. We ask you to be with us right here, right now. Whether we're in our homes, whether we're at work, whether we're driving in our car. Come, Holy Spirit. Rest upon your people. As you've already said to us, that you want to cause your face to shine upon your people in this day. You want to bless them. So I do that. I bless your people that are listening. And I ask that you come and visit them right now, wherever they're at. Strengthen them, Holy Spirit. Empower them. Infuse them with new life. Today's the day of first fruits. It's the day that Jesus rose from the dead. And you know, Jesus said that he was the first fruits of many and that the joy set before him. That's why he went to the cross because he was looking towards us, a new breed of people, his people, the first fruits of his creation, people that could be carriers of his presence. Today, we're going to look at a man who wasn't even a believer that had his whole household and everything that was about his business so blessed because the presence of God came to his house for three months. The man I'm talking about is Oban Edom, 2 Samuel 6, 1 through 12. Let's read it. 
And again David gathered all the choice men of Israel, thirty thousand. And David arose, and he went all, and he and all the people went to Judah to bring up the ark of God, whose name is called by the name the Lord of hosts, who dwells between the cherubim. Now this was God manifesting himself to Israel, his people, and it was contained in a box. Now, how be it that this box was encased in gold, but nonetheless, and they had two cherubim that were protecting it, his presence dwelt there. And David wanted the presence of God to come to his house, to his city, Jerusalem at that time. He he was the king and he wanted the presence of God where he was. So David comes up with this plan to how is he going to bring the ark of God from Baal Judah to Jerusalem? So he's like, okay, I'm paraphrasing if you haven't guessed that. I'm going to build a new cart and I'm going to put the presence of God, the ark of God on that cart. And so it says he brought it out of the house of Abinadab, which was on the hill. And Uzzah and Io, the sons of Abimadad, drove the new cart. And they brought it out of the house of Abimadad, which was on the hill, accompanying the ark of God. And they, what they did was they, they had this new cart and there was ox that was driving this cart. So these two men, Uzzah and Aio, I know I'm slaughtering that, please forgive me, were the steerers of the cart. And this was a big deal. I mean, David and all the house of Israel, 30,000 men plus all the house of Israel, they were following him. They had music. They were worshiping. They had harps. They had stringed instruments. They had tambourines. They had cymbals. They were really going all out. And they had come to uh, Nacon's threshing floor. And when they did, the cart began to move. So Uzzah, put out his hand, it says in the scripture, in verse 6 of 2 Samuel 6, to stop the ark from falling. And when he did, he was struck down. And David became so fearful of this outburst of God's anger to strike down Uzzah that he called the place where that happened Perez Uzzah, and it's called that to this day. God struck him down, it says, because of his irreverence. Because, friends, God had already told the children of Israel way back in the beginning when he first created the ark how to travel with the ark. But David didn't take the time to find out what that was. He thought it was a good idea. How many of us have had good ideas and we found out later, oh, it wasn't a God idea. It was just a good idea. And some drastic thing happened. Well, this is what happened to David and Uzzah and Uzzah paid the price for it. 
So David was so filled with the awe of God, the fear of God, that he decided to leave the ark to a, in a man's house called Oban Edom, and this man was a Gittite. Now, he was not a children, a child of God. And it says in verse 11 in 2 Samuel 6, that the ark of the Lord remained in the house of Odom Edom, the Gittite, for three months. And the Lord blessed Oban Edom all and all of his household. Now, listen, it says in verse 12, now it was told King David, saying, the Lord has blessed the house of Odom Edom and all that belongs to him because of the ark of God, the presence of God. So David went and brought up the ark of God from the house of Odom Edom to the city of David with gladness. Okay, so I can picture this. So after this incident, David goes back to Jerusalem in great sorrow and pain. But he really wants the ark of God to, to be in his presence and to be with his people. So he's like, I got to find out, how am I supposed to transport this ark? That's what this podcast is about. You want to be a carrier of God's presence? I want to be a carrier of God's presence. How do we do that rightly? Because if we do it our way and not God's way, there could be devastating consequences. You see, this passage of Scripture tells us that when we host God's presence, guess what? we will be blessed. Our household will be blessed. Everything that can we own, uh, we're stewards that we don't really own anything. We're stewards of everything. Uh, if you don't understand that, you can check out the scriptures in the beginning of Genesis that God said we're to steward the earth. But anyway, everything that we have can be blessed. Everything that we put our hand to can be blessed. This was a man that didn't even know God. And he was blessed because of the presence. And the word blessed in the Bible has three specific things that, that goes along with that. And the first one is, he says, I will bless you with visitation. And a visitation is brought by an extending blessing. Visitation comes and it brings an extending blessing. That's what we see in Oban Edom's house. The Ark of the, the Covenant, the presence of God, stayed there, remained there for three months, and it brought this visitation of God, and it blessed everything that he put his hand to. Another connotation and the meaning of, of blessed, what it means as you look up the different scriptures, it means that the glory of God comes down. It also has to do with the fire of God, the, the fire of the Holy Spirit, coming and being evident in our lives. You see, the word blessed in ancient Hebrew means the bending at the knee to drink from a pond or to present a gift. It's from the letter calf, which is a Hebrew letter, and it means to fill the palm. God wants to fill our palms in this season with his blessing, with his glory. He wants to visit us. He wants us to experience him and encounter him. He wants us to become 
habitors, <laughs> those that carry the, our homes, our cities, our churches, our businesses, our nations become habitations of God's presence. I love what Bill Johnson says in his hosting God's Presence podcast. Quote, he, Jesus, has entrusted us with his Holy Spirit. And it's not enough to have his presence as a doctrine. We need to become aware of a person. If we are carrying a dove on our shoulders and we don't want it to fly away, every step we take must be made with the dove in mind to protect what is of highest value. The spirit of the resurrected Christ lives in us and he wants out wherever we go. He is looking for people who will encounter him and for people who will host him. Christ in you is the hope of glory. And the moment he took up residence in us, all of heaven began to look and see what we would do with what he has given us, end quote. All of heaven is waiting. You know, Romans 8 says that the earth is actually groaning and waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. That word sons is not a gender word. It literally means mature ones. The earth is waiting. The people are waiting for the mature ones, those that carry the presence of God, to be released in the earth. Because first fruits is all about a new creation coming forth. Jesus said he was the first of many. We are his first fruits, a new creation of people who are to be carriers of his presence. Selah. Elohim, we welcome you here. Infuse the revelation of what it means to be a carrier of your presence, to be a first fruits of a new breed of people that uses your word to cause chaos to cease, to release this shalom out of our words, to bless people with our words, to put your name on people and bless them. Abba, Abba, Lord Jesus, Holy Spirit, Ruach Hekadish, we invite you in our midst. We want to be carriers of your presence. Friends, I bless you. I bless you with the fullness of revelation in these days that you would come to understand and know who you are in Christ, that he has infused you with the Holy Spirit and power and that you are a new creation and that you can be a carrier of his presence and that you can release shalom and cause chaos to cease in your world. If we blessed you today, 
Don't forget to like us and pass this podcast along to others who need to hear it too. Until tomorrow, shalom friends. This is Sharon.